to what is likely to be one of your favorite episodes of the Archers of the North. I don't have any, like, I don't know what we're doing, but it's going to be a good one. I can feel it. No, it's, it's season two. So they're all your favorite at this point. Like we've just, we just come back with a vengeance, which I'm sure you've noticed as a listener of the past, like three episodes, season two, we're really bringing it. Uh, so I'm excited to see what we bring because I also have no idea what we're doing today. This is fun. Um, I do have, uh, I learned a lot more about soccer to talk about uh, high school soccer. Great. So I'm sure Jesse will be excited about that um, when he gets here because uh, that's really fun. Also, I'm laying down for this episode. I told you I was I was bringing down the class level. Um, mm. Normally I'm sitting in like a little rocking chair type deal. And I was laying on a bed just like just completely giving up is, is what I want to come across as. It sounds like you're, you're chilling. And you're trying to make yourself comfortable. I hope all our listeners are making themselves comfortable as well. As Summer you know, Josh doesn't care. Like at this point, I've I've got nothing going on. Like yeah. school year's over. I'm just gonna lay down all the time. And that's my that's my quote that I actually do say a lot. Why stand when you can sit? And why sit when you can lay down? Uh, so well, here yeah, I am Kevin, laying Kevin down. Kind of feel. I like that. <laughs> why use many seat when lay do trick? Mm, that's the quote we all get the office we all get get the office we Um, we don't do enough office content we do we do pokemon content a lot we did we did do that office draft that one time yeah that was quarantine we and we talked a lot of office during that one there was some real strategy um like that's not enough for me I'm craving. You need more. <laughs> so, uh, so I know some fantasy. Some of the people in our fantasy league listen, right? So the AKs, uh, other people, <laughs> Mansky. It's basically just our fantasy league that listens, right? That's basically it. Um, yeah. So they uh, should know that. Uh, I well, I, and I sent it the fantasy chat, but I'm just going to say it here as well. I'm starting to get prepped for this uh, half marathon because we got my my punishment has to happen before the next year starts, right? I'm assuming. That we yeah. didn't really talk rules on that, but I feel like I have to do it before next season. I think season. that's right. Yeah. yeah. But, but I, I, think, I think this time it would be a little bit different because of COVID. But, you know, uh, uh, yeah, I think it should be that way. Um, Jesse's with us, too. Josh is laying down. Jesse's naked. And Kai's not here. So that's season two. Then, right? <laughs> season hey. two. Okay. All right. Yeah. I want to be very clear just in case anyone listened to it in the future. I am fully closed. I have my math diva top mm. on. So. Don't believe it. Prove it. We're rocking it. Uh, it's an audio podcast, so let's pretend. Here, guys, can you see me? <laughs> Ruffle your shirt. Make noise. You won't. You won't. Mm. That sounds that? like a very uncomfortable shirt. No, <laughs> I would not want to wear that shirt. <laughs> basically made of wrapping paper. Um, so. You know those those Sun Chips bags Sun that chip they bag. had at one point? Yeah. yeah, that was super, super loud. That was, that was cool. That's what you're yeah, wearing you're a tank top it. made out of. You're getting it. Um... Yeah, Josh, you definitely need to run the half marathon this summer. So sure. I'm thinking, Probably I'm thinking, I, I I'm gonna find an actual event, like an actual half marathon event. Um, my strategy that I think I'm gonna go for is run three miles and then walk until I'm ready to run three more miles, <laughs> like for the whole thing. That's gonna be my kind of plan. Start with a three so mile jog three and miles. Then, yeah, <laughs> walk the other ten. But that's gonna put me in a weird situation, right? Because I feel like normally at a marathon or half marathon, you you have two different starts, like the walking start and the jogging start. 
So I'm mm. kind of stuck in the middle. I'll go with like the joggers, and then I'll just get completely demolished by all of them. So, See, which, I, I think you I gotta do kind of the point. You gotta do big fish, small pond. You gotta start with the walkers and just destroy <laughs> them for a little bit. You know, <laughs> like sprint out of the gate. <laughs> the first, what are we doing, like, slow The fastest mile I've ever run, and then just walk for the rest of it. <laughs> I, I was actually thinking. I I went on a mile around the other the other day because that is distance for me that is mm-hmm. yeah, a hefty yeah. bit and uh yeah. as i was running and just just slugging it and got about a solid 845 maybe 915 mile who knows anymore um <laughs> time thinking, is irrelevant <laughs> yeah well so then i stopped to think and i was like i don't feel like i was going that like like as i analyzed my actual speed i was like i wasn't going that slow the best marathon runners in the world go over double what I just did, right? Like, like one dude went, I think 359 is the record. He got under four or maybe 358. What are you talking about? Like, per mile? The best mayor. No, no, no. The best mile runner. Sorry. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> like, holy crap. <laughs> the best mile runner. I'm sorry. The best mile runner got under 358. And I was like, could I even reach as a top speed what that person did for their mile? I don't, yeah. I don't think no. I could. Wait, three fifty-eight? No, no, yeah, you, you could. Yes, you could. Yes, the answer you think is yes. Sprint it, I can you run a hundred meters in fifteen seconds? Isn't that the question? The answer is wow. yeah, definitely yes. Holy cow! Ice with the with the. You guys like that? Actually, you know, you know what it actually. Well, first of all, yes, thank you. I'm very smart, but the, you know what it actually is. <laughs> I am smart. It's, I've I've had the exact question that Jesse just asked. I have asked myself many times. It's an interesting <laughs> thing to think about, and the answer is yes. And then you run fifteen. You know, you run a, a hundred meters in fifteen seconds, which is not a hard thing to do. And then you, if you did it again. Then you're like, you're wait, like, that was that was that. much harder. <laughs> I could do that for yeah. a whole lap, right? So then, <laughs> yeah, so then you do it again. Is, that's yeah. way harder. Yeah. How many seconds could I keep pace mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. that person? And I, I gotta imagine it wouldn't be much more than 15 seconds. Like I think just full sprint while he's just doing or she is just doing a normal mile. Oh yikes. I, I think, well, to be fair, the person who actually holds the record is a man. So that's what I was referencing. But to say that there are plenty of women who would also destroy me in any physical competition whatsoever. Um, so you said it's 358. I, uh, so under under a minute per lap. But I, I, I was running 52nd 400-meter uh, dashes in, in college. So I could do that for like a lap and a quarter. I better keep up with the mile runner. Wow. Like maybe that's maybe maybe it's faster than that cuz I don't really feel like you should be able to keep up with them for a quarter <laughs> of the world record pace but I don't know maybe maybe it's different. You, you run. <laughs> well, the, but a 400 you. like a 50 second 400 isn't like I was running I yeah I think I was running 52 52 second 400 so that would put me yeah right right with them for a 400 pace but I would be exhausted <laughs> and dead afterward and could As not someone do anything swam, more. In high school, it's so funny hearing these comparisons because, like, in 52 seconds, I ran, I swam like 80 meters of a pool, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like it's just funny here because, like, I'm like, oh yeah, like a 50 second, and that's like a really strong 100 meter time in a pool, and it's just funny to compare. <laughs> Obviously, some is hotter, but also I did want to shout out. I want to shout out John Evans, not in our fantasy yeah. group, but a listener enough to reach out. So you know, John, Whoa. I want you to know that when you when you heard that jab, and you're like, oh. Some of us didn't forget about you. Some no, of us we, did. Appreciate did. we appreciate when the listeners chime in and, and you know, when, when John Evans says hi, shouts us out every now and then. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Alex, mm-hmm. shouts out. 
So also, Dame, Dame Lillard just made another three as the time expired for the end of the first half. And that's mm-hmm. like what? Because he made he made two threes into the last like overtime and the end of the regulation. He just made another three. This this really is a genuine question now. Like I and I think the honest answer is you have to pick Dame for the for the person you want to take the shot as time's running out. Like he just doesn't miss when time's running down. Anyway, he just hit another one, so I had to say it. It's crazy. Yeah, like Dame's it crazy. is interesting. Like. <sighs> Is there is there a clutch gene or what? Like sometimes I hate the question, like oh LeBron's not clutch or blank is clutch and isn't clutch, because I don't really know how to you know quantize the idea of clutch, but but it's real, right? Like like there's something uh, mental for sure. It's not physical. There's something mental about your ability to I guess perform under pressure or like yeah. it's weird because it's a skill even. It's not like he's like. I mean, he is definitely his step backs are exhausting. I'm sure. Like you saw it in your second overtime. He's like, I can't, guys. I can't keep doing it. <laughs> I've done like yeah. six of these. Just like, can someone else please make a shot? Make at this point, I thought we would have won. Yeah. I thought it'd yeah. be over at this point. <laughs> at the same time, though, it's not like necessarily like the most physical output ever to get the ball to go through the hoop versus bounce off the hoop, right? Like that's not physicality. Yeah. That's I, I I don't know. I think sports psychology is so interesting, and I'd love mm-hmm. to see like. What what is his three point percentage in the last ten seconds? Like re, like realistic shots, you know, not half court heaves and et cetera. Right. It'd be is it better than his normal three? Is it worse? Yeah. Like because theoretically, you'd think it should be worse than your normal three point percentage throughout the rest of the game or like career or whatever. Because like defenses tighten up in the last ten seconds, like things just get everything gets tighter. But I would bet Dames is higher than uh, the rest of his career averages. There's some Elias Sports Bureau, they got that for sure. I can make it we up. Have a research, we, we have that research assistant. Yeah, please, Jesse, let us know. What do you, what did you, what'd you find? Uh, I looked back through as many games as I could find. It was 187 of his games where he took a three un- uh, mildly contested, but not from half court distance in the last 12 years. And it was 73%. He made 73% of them. <laughs> That's so, incredible. That is, wow. that is unbelievable, right. I think, is what the word we use there. That is utterly <laughs> unbelievable. Um, I'm sorry, so I was late like to the beginning, but uh, I have some no, real news. Ahead. I have some real news. Oh, um, Oh, breaking news. Breaking so news. We will open with, uh, I'll, let, I'll let you two guess it just because that's how we do this game, right? So yeah. for those who don't know, it's already public knowledge, but I wanted to share. I am going to become an uncle in October. Let's I'm go. very Ooh. excited about that. Yeah. Me well, is, that and... is this chat knowledge? Like, did you post about this in the chat earlier? Did I miss it? Yep, definitely posted that my brother. He did. No, I house. knew this already. Yeah. Really? What are you going to name the baby? So that's the question is they found out. So Josh, uh, let's just let Josh absorb this. I'm going to be yeah, an uncle. This is My a brother lot. is Holy having cow. a child. You gave how a heart emoji for the message. Yeah, I believe When did that. this happen? Like how long ago well, were we talking? literally reacted to the message. I bet John and Evans know. I bet John doesn't, Evans knows. Doesn't sound like me. I'm not a, I'm not a emoji <laughs> reactor person. So it doesn't, how, right, like, what did, so, you, did you, like a week ago, like yesterday? I said, today? hey, now that it's public knowledge, I just wanted to let no, you guys know. No, it was longer than that. Yeah, it was like probably a month ago. Yeah. No my brother, oh, that was oh quite a while God. ago. For sure. For How sure. long this does pregnancy fun, take? Like, shouldn't you be an uncle at this point then? Like, I feel like it's, it's already it over. It normally takes nine months from what I've heard. It's so already like, over. <laughs> yeah. So two days or even yesterday, I forget. Days mixed together. Josh gets it. Uh, <laughs> we found out the sex of the child. Ooh. Oof. So predictions on October 13th. Or am I expecting a nephew or a niece? What do you boys think? Because I made, I will say, I made a bet with my brother, who's going to be the father, and I won yeah. it. 
So I was probably, he was very confident one way. And I said, no, I don't think so. I'm confident the other way. And uh, he let me know on Wednesday that uh, I won. So is it niece or nephew? What do you guys think? I got a lot of reverse psychology going on in my head here. Cause I'm like, I think, I think he would think it's a girl. Cause no one actually wants it to be a girl, even though they say they want it to be a girl. <laughs> oh, and so wow, he thinks it's a girl, even though he doesn't, even runners. though he doesn't want it to be a girl. So he says it's a girl, but you made the opposite choice. So you'd say it's a boy. I just feel like you always, you always preemptively are like, uh, it's probably a girl. Um, but <laughs> well, uh, you're, you're, not, well, you're not covering yourself in glory right now. I I'm not trying I'm to not sharing this. So, bleep it all. I'm gonna God. say, I'm gonna say a boy. Yeah, you can bleep everything before this. I was just saying obscenities. Um, I'm gonna say a boy. Um, Josh, I would like to okay. So, Josh, isn't. The if thing, anything, I here's absolved the thing him. about women. <laughs> 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 that's that women are great girls are way better behaved they're but but yeah I, you want it to be a boy it's worse <laughs> you are, you're, you're all, in all a hole. you're doing yes yeah, you're in a hole there's okay. no ladder oh, i'm not you. worried about where i'm at no i'm not worried <laughs> that's stand by what i said i'll say it again <laughs> i'll say it again you want it to be a boy <laughs> um okay so i'm just gonna go um Jeez. i would like to wager all my points Okay. Um, and I'm <laughs> Dude, going to wager. <laughs> yeah, yeah, take that, Ice. Now you only have zero <laughs> points to wager. I want to be very clear. Um, I'm giving you no points, Ice, for your answer. You get negative. Well, it's too late. I might be right. I think I am right. <laughs> I like that this uh, all our guessing games go. It should be a simple boy-girl thing, but it ends up like six minutes before we even find <laughs> really, out. Really, I, I did not expect this to be all of segment one, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> all right so this you know that scene the princess bride this is what ice was going through where it's like you've got the cup and one of the cups yeah. is poison and the other one isn't I haven't even he keeps told watching you which one I, felt like, I know you guys are finally <laughs> doing this right. on your own in your head you no i'm with the josh cups. on this one like yep, ah yep, yep. see the smart person would notice but the wiser man would see right. um so never go against I've... jesse when death is on the line <laughs> yeah so i drink both cups um <laughs> boy boy and girl Worse. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to go with, let's just take the opposite because one of us has to be right. So I'm going to say uh, it, it will be a female baby, a girl. Good. Well, well clarified, Josh. It <laughs> will be, Josh. And guess what? We're all happy Woo! for it, Ice. Literally, everybody yeah. is excited. Okay? Ice, you know I what see how... this news? This is yeah, awful. I see how this could be misconstrued now. Now that now that it's announced as a girl. Do you see how nobody wants a daughter could be misconstrued, maybe? And now that now, no, I didn't say nobody wants a daughter. I said you, you said prefer it to be a boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everyone uh-huh. prefers the opposite <laughs> that's all it's classic cancel culture i say everybody wants a son and all yeah, that's what i'm saying now daughter. i'm the bad guy <laughs> uh, that's very exciting yay, yay. Awesome. Um, I, so, uh, this is Nathan. doubly exciting for me is i just found out both things like an uncle <laughs> and an for Josh. <laughs> yeah this is this has been a, a real big segment for, right. for me and then, yeah, as I said, so it is customary the uncle chooses the name. So what right. have you decided? What are your what yeah. are your top choices oh, at this point for, for the I, little I, girl? I, I didn't even think about it. So, like, to be fully honest, this doesn't – like, my sister's name is this, so I wouldn't work. But I do really like the name Emma. I think it's just a great mm, name for a girl. That's a good name. I really like the name Emma. But they're actually – um, I forget – her now i'm gonna get into a whole realm of a whole new thing for offensive nature she brenda i know her family speaks spanish and i think they are from 
Oh, I forget what oh, part no. of the world. Uh, so they, maybe they we should it. start over. We okay. can start over. <laughs> no. It's a, I'm going to guess no, Burl so next time. The long, <laughs> the long short of it is they want it to be a um, Hispanic name is what they're sure. going to they're gonna pick. And so I got to be honest, I don't, I don't Emma, know. I don't think Emma's Hispanic. I don't Hispanic. think Emma qualifies as Hispanic. So I think they're yeah, going to go with, with uh, Abigail with a Y. That's very Hispanic. So, so can I, this is um, everywhere. It's all of them. <laughs> I would just like, so this, this ties me back into soccer because everything does, but um, it was, oh God. It oh was, my when God. I said okay, that okay. nobody okay. likes daughters, that really made me think of <laughs> soccer. Ed. It was parents night this last week uh, for the, for the girls soccer. Um, they did not win spoilers. Uh, it was a crazy finish. Kai can tell you all about it. I called him afterward because I had to give him the rundown. Um, so anyway, I did the parents' night announcements, which I was not prepared for. They just, like, handed me a script with all the names. And, of course, sight-reading names is always scary because you're like, oh, oh God. God. Like, I don't want to mispronounce someone's right. name over the PA. Yeah. So there was a Javier, right? J-A-V-I-E-R. I knew it was Javier. My brain said, this is Javier, the J, you know, is the Spanish oh, J, no. whatever. And oh, then no. his wife's name was Julia. <laughs> so and my brain Julia? just connected. Yep, I said Javier oh, Julia. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I on the mic, I'm like, whoops, Julia. And then I went on from there. <laughs> but it was just such a weird brain thing. My brain, like, why would my brain do that? It sees Javier, and it's like, yep, J applies the same way. It's like, oh god. And I'll bet uh, they'll so try I'm... to cancel you for it. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, they booed me yeah. off the the PA. <laughs> to be fair. That larger growing sect of parents who aren't who aren't as enthralled by this new commentator, they got some fire there with that one. They <laughs> yeah. got, you, you fed them some bullets on that one there, Josh. Javier and Julia. So anyway, that was, that was a funny thing <laughs> to say. Over sorry, the Javier and Julia. That's, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's my bad on that one, yeah. Javier and Julia. That's <laughs> what I was going for. <laughs> Gibbity, gobbity, the... those are the parents. <laughs> um, uh, so anyway, the, the season came to a close. Um, Merrill High School soccer did uh, not get a single win all year or a tie for that matter games can end in ties uh wow. we got nothing not you know great. two games out of the last three they've lost one nothing based on a penalty kick because of a handball in the goal box and I've, i'm learning all these terms by the way can't put a handball uh, in the goal box i'll tell you one thing about soccer right now you got a handball in the goal box that's a problem Merrill defenders a have note. a tendency to, to flail their arms when they're going in for the kick. And what that <laughs> means is they end up hitting it with their arm and then it's called a handball and then they get a penalty kick. So it's been, they've lost two matches that I've called one nil, <laughs> one, one nice. zero. And nice. Yeah. Um, based on a penalty kick handball. So um, anyway, things are great. Uh, and I hope Julia is doing well. That's, that's the end of that. <laughs> uh, the end of that. I'd like thing. personally to backtrack. Ice, did you ever get a call after one of Josh's games? Uh, no. So Josh and I, I have our calls on, on Wednesdays. Oh, so. uh, okay. When's okay. your call with Josh? I assume you have one. Uh, you know what? Let me look through the old. I can do this on my phone. Let me look through the last time Josh called me. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> he's just calling people. Give him okay, up. Be clear. Oh, no. You, are, oh, you no. are by far the busiest of the fault. four of us. My and your fault, work schedule Josh. also changes all the time. Uh, I, I didn't mean to let it, to let the clear. cat out of the bag. That's on me. <laughs> Josh and I have our calls on the first Wednesdays of the year every year. <laughs> we catch up for, That's what for I meant. 20 minutes once a year, mm-hmm. and then we call it We call it a time. The first Wednesday of the year. History. 
Let's oh, no. see. So to be clear, I'll I'll talk, talk, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you are listening right now, I'd also like you to open up your phones um, and then find the last time Josh called you as well. <laughs> so, and we can all kind of share on the send, Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Send a tweet. Notes. When was the last time you got a call from me? Uh, I try yeah. to reach out once a Josh, year. Josh, do you so. do you have a prediction when your last outgoing call was? Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. Uh-oh. <laughs> So maybe, how about this? I could have reached out to you via messenger, said, when do you have time to chat? And then you made the call. So like, I don't think it's necessarily fair to say when mm-hmm. my outgoing call, because you could have made the call. Well, last our last connecting call on the phone, Josh. When was oh, that? Oh, no. Uh, okay, so it is currently June. Um, got that one. It was during the pandemic. Uh, I feel very confident that it did not happen before March um of last year <laughs> so uh let's see <laughs> really oh, narrowing but... it down <laughs> you know i didn't realize this is... it was gonna be that long ago yeah i think i think it might be i think it was still in the school year let's go let's go november 12th how about that how's that give feel give yourself some credit january 1st 2020 hey, you called me oh. this year see josh didn't call me in on new year's seconds. eve or new year's <laughs> day three minutes and 24 seconds three okay. minutes and 24 yeah ours seconds. okay no that makes sense usually so if you add up all of mine and josh's calls they all are about three seconds long and so then <laughs> that's kind of where that's made mm-hmm. up you know that's yeah. where that time comes from that's so easy so there, there you while, go, Josh. I co- while we Josh, have I him live on it. air, yeah, while we have him live on air and we're shaming him, let me list off the most recent calls. Outgoing call, outgoing call, outgoing call, outgoing call, missed call. That's on me. Outgoing call, outgoing call, outgoing <laughs> oh, call, is, incoming call. July 11th was the last time that I picked up a call from Joshua Olson. It's been there nearly a year since <laughs> I picked up a call from Joshua Olson. Oh, we have no. our annual July... You know, July 11th, set the calendar chat. reminder. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, wow. So things are great over here. <laughs> this segment, as soon this as is possible. Why we should never go in the studio together. We know what happens. <laughs> I got the title. Apparently, Josh is a bad friend. That's a pretty easy one. That's a pretty You set yourself up for that one. So I do want to maybe end this segment and then actually talk NBA after this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's please well. get me out of here. Can we just, just <laughs> cut the uh, cord? Well, Somebody we'll be it. back, uh, but things will probably be the same between Josh and Jesse. Let's be real. <laughs> but we'll be back. All right, we're going to get right into it here. I would like to come out and apologize for some of the things that were said um, earlier on the podcast, uh, specifically in relation to women. Um, I, do not, I, I do not condone... Uh, you know, discouraging and, thoughts about the gender of your unborn child. Discouraging thoughts. See, I wouldn't even use the word thought to be fair, because I am so approving of women. Um, and so Jesse's the one who said thought, just to be clear, not me. Um, <laughs> My thoughts I, have been uh, great the whole time. Never a thought. Well, like you, yeah, I think everyone else got it. Um, so you, uh, uh, I'd just like to say if you thought that I did something wrong, that's probably on you as the listener. Um, this is I the best corporate apology I've ever heard. Uh, for anything at all. And um, I'm not sorry. Did I say I was about- <laughs> I'm actually not sorry about anything. But also, don't, but, but also don't hold me accountable, please, because I don't want that. That doesn't sound good. So... 
Season That's two right. started high, and we are in the low right now. <laughs> we are in the lulls of season two. Wait, so what's this an ad for? Have we have we discussed what? I think we're just in segment two. I think that ice is opening to segment. Oh, two. are we in segment two? Okay, well, I'm cool with that. I'm issuing an apology to be to be very clear. Uh, <laughs> it does not feel that way to anyone who listens. Yeah. Well, that's I'm, on I'm them, though, right? That's the whole thing. An apology. Yep. <laughs> yeah. What are people going to recall from that first segment? That Josh is a horrid friend, or that Ice doesn't want a daughter? <laughs> what did we get from that? <laughs> we have so many titles to work from, uh, which generally means the episode is really uh, rough. Just that if I were having a child, and you guys can tell me this different, that you think this differently, but if I were having a child, I prefer it to be a son. That's all it is. You guys disagree? I so I see what you're saying. Like I think there is a tendency, maybe for men to want a son. I don't think everybody across the board <laughs> wants a son. I think you want to argue that men feel like they could relate better to a son. I, I can see that. I think it came off as every human who's ever lived prefers a son. You know what's better uh, than a girl? A boy. That was kind of what. The... <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, you it, is, that way. it is a good thought. I uh, I don't. I honestly. I, I know it's gonna be. I honestly don't know if I have a preference because like I can see both the pros and cons of each, you know, like, like a boy, I feel like I could make, like I could maybe talk sports with more, but that's not to stereotype in any way. I think that like, like, I, I think that a lot of like what I hope for in a boy is maybe just my own gender stereotyping, you know, and hmm. that it could really apply to either in any case. But like, yeah. I, I think maybe from like a, like a puberty standpoint, I could probably relate better to the trials and tribulations that my son goes through, that my daughter goes through. But at the same time, I remember me as a kid and my sisters as a kid, and I would rather have raised my sister. Oh, yeah. Oh, my for gosh. For sure. So <laughs> much easier. And I see it every day. Like, little, like boys get in so much more trouble than girls, and they're so much more difficult to deal with. So. Yeah. As we, all, we all work in education. Like, there's a very clear, like, just female children mature faster and are just generally, like, <clears throat> nicer and like i don't know like that's just in my experiment in experience is that like whenever like my boss is like hey like what's the most at one point she asked what's the most like difficult student like we're trying to just figure out like who do you like to work with best what's the most difficult and i was like i hate to say this but like you know just confident boys are very hard to oh, teach yeah. and to work with you know <laughs> and like even even like confident girls it's not in the same way somehow and i don't know if it's a societal thing but like you know just like i've never had a girl give me like really strong know-it-all vibes in the same way i've had some boys just be like mm -hmm. eh, i got this and it's like, <laughs> I, the point is welcome to men are better than women the i'd also like i didn't get to i get to say my thing mm -hmm. my my only take that is different is that dealing with baby boys and their uh <clears throat> you know how you say cool nether regions um is a lot more difficult than dealing with baby girls and their nether regions uh because the boys have the dangly stuff um and uh that can wow, cause I some, we're going into can, a full anatomy class here. <laughs> i'm just saying it can cause some rashes that? there's some there can be some like pulled That's things it's just not good very often can you explain a little bit more because i'm a little confused so let me paint you a picture. <laughs> oh, okay, so uh, what's the most shocking thing about this NBA playoff? <laughs> uh, the Urchers of the North. Um, yeah, you guys go ahead. I don't, I don't, I don't care about the NBA playoffs anymore. I feels like oh, every come on, not going my way. So you know, you guys, right. you guys go you, ahead. Your, your Grizzlies uh, played some basketball games. One game, and since the last episode, things have gone south. 
Hey, I yeah. think though, I think that you're supposed to be a jazz fan now after the whole like yes. getting the tickets to Ja Morant and then Ja's parents being like, "We root for the Jazz." Conley. Mike Conley. So I, I, I'm cool with that. I just don't think the Jazz are going to go very far either. So <clears throat> that is that is interesting because like one of the main games you talk about is the one coming up next, which is the Lakers. Like it feels like both L.A. teams very well. And that feels like they could they could be out in the next two days. Yeah, they could. Right? And so uh-huh. that then. In a playoff, in a in a playoffs without either LA team, are are we really gonna be like, ah, yeah, the Jazz just don't feel like they're that good? I I think without either LA team, the Jazz might slot into being a pretty good option for Western Conference Finals, or I mean, not even yeah. Western Conference, like the finals. Yeah. Like I think if if what we have left would be what, leaning towards Jazz, Nuggets, Suns, Mavericks right now. Yeah. I I, I don't even I don't think it's that audacious to put Jazz at one among those four. What a great word. Good job. Um, I agree. I, I do feel, I actually I agree fun. That doesn't feel fun to me, those four teams, right? I don't <laughs> No, I want to be very clear. It's, it's not it's not like I'm like, yeah, we go we all got the Western Conference semis we were hoping for. Nuggets, you know? Jazz, blah. <laughs> I don't know. Like like the Nuggets are obviously flawed and they don't have Jamal Murray. The Jazz are frauds. Uh, no, I, we don't know that about the Jazz, but um, the Jazz are, you know, they, like they don't have their clear, clear superstar. Like Donovan Mitchell's almost there, but I don't think he's there. Yeah. Uh, so that series is kind of weird. Um, but that seems the most likely. Otherwise, I mean, I guess Portland making it would be fun because then you've got Dame, and Dame has just been out of this world. That would be, that'd be the yeah, more fun it, of the two. If it was Nuggets, Jazz, Suns, Mavericks, what, so you you would have Jokic would be the would be the best player left? Luca would maybe be the best player he left? Like, like I'm well, thinking yeah. of like stars in the West. Assuming then. everyone's healthy, yeah. Because Luca's right now not 100%, so it'd probably be Jokic. Um, but if Luca were 100%, um, it'd be him. Yeah, Luca, Jokic, Booker. So you still have some stars left for sure. Like, you know, you don't have Paul George, you don't have Kawhi, you don't have AD, you don't have LeBron, you wouldn't have the name. <laughs> You already lost staff, but like you still got some people there, right? I should have listed like, off who's gone. I should have listed off who's gone. That's that's not me. <laughs> you don't have this guy or this guy or this guy or this guy. But, but like, everybody it else. Is, it is funny. If the Lakers and Clippers go down, those are the four left. Like, it's not even a question anymore. The East, like, who's left in the East is so much better in my mind. Like, like it was already. Yeah. And I think just in general, too, I, I think that. You put Sixers, Nets, or Bucks amongst those four I listed off, and they'd be the favorite. Any of those three with those four I listed off, I'd pick yeah. them. Yeah, yep, and I, I think that – I mean, just in the spirit of, of people who aren't here tonight, I think Kai also would be in that – like that, he, he said before um, the Lakers were even down 3-2 and before the, the um, Clippers were down 3-2 that the best two teams would be the Nets and the Bucks and, and – coming up here and i think that's a fair take and an interesting one um so anyway to, to throw kai's out there too I, I i i don't think we'll get there right we'll get to that series in a little bit but um first yeah, I, i'm wondering we are looking right now we're talking as if the the la teams are dead do you in theory there's maybe what a 15 50 chance that one of them moves on 40 percent chance that would like do you guys think either one will move on or no well so apparently AD i is still think starting the Clippers tonight will. oh okay i i saw out of out of bali sports arizona because there is a bali sports <laughs> fill in any other uh, word afterwards ooh, ooh. But, uh, 
We don't like Bali Sports Arizona. No, no, we like Bali Sports. It's not Bali no, Sports. No, do Arizona. we? Uh, we've been very anti Bali on this podcast. I I was okay. kidding. It was just the Arizona take. You guys um, just want me to look bad. I understand. <laughs> just, you, just trust to, me. You, you do not... that all on your own, bud. We, <laughs> we have not framed it in any way. We let you organically <laughs> screw it up for yourself. Um, That's fair. I think, but like, here's, we said, I said this on the, on the chat as well. Like, even if AD plays though, like, it's gotta be kind of like a, yeah, hopefully he stays in. Right? Like. Right. Like he already said, like, yeah, no, I mess up my groin because I mess up my knee. And that's probably because I came back from my ankle and my Achilles that I hurt. Like, cool. Chain, go back out there. Dude. Yeah. If your go chain back out there. is rusty and you keep pulling on it, it's going to snap. Mm. That's all I know. Yeah, Josh, sure. you could insert that sound bit from last time about how I said I picked the Suns because the Lakers are really hurt and AD's kinetic chain is really messed up. And even though I think he's actually a good player, he's not going to be that good this year because he's really hurt. That'd be great. Just insert I don't think it right you ever said that. No, nope. there's bad. no way to check it either, which is just too bad. Oh man, that sucks. I will say, you guys always post, you guys always flex post when you write about things in the like from sound bits in the chat. I have absolutely yeah. no idea how to do that. I was like, I should get that sound bit about kinetic chain, and I was like, I don't want to go through the whole process of trying to click on things and do things. So I didn't, I didn't. So I'm not in it to win it. The other pettier ones of us, but that that right there proves to you, proves to me that you got you aren't actually the most petty, and we are more petty than you are. Which is unfortunate. Because <laughs> I didn't take the time to actually yeah, sound clip. If you were enough, then you would have. Yeah, so, dang. That's a good point. Shoot. That's a good point. But, um, so I guess to address, uh, will one of the LA teams move on? AD starting makes it so hard for me to actually, like, because they're at Staples tonight, right? And if AD starts, mm-hmm. and, and it's just hard to see LeBron going down at home. And then game sevens are just weird, right? Like, if either LA team can win... I think they both might be favored in their game seven then. Like, ah, does anyone know? I have no idea. I was thinking about the other day. I have no idea. Does anyone have any idea what home field, home court does for game sevens? Like, is it, like, is it, yeah. Like, is it significantly better? Cause my thought is it, it can't be that much. I mean, like if you have home, well, court, the you're things, naturally the better team, but. One of the things we have to address too, is the fact that the road team has won every game in that. For the Clippers. Series, yeah, <laughs> fascinating, and and probably, and I, I don't remember what the stat was, but it doesn't happen very often, believe it or not. And so, did you? I, I believe that, yeah. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys see my my tweet about that that I did? I was rather proud of it from our account. No, I yeah. said, uh, I said, no, I uh, oh, okay, I said I the Clippers lying. weren't tanking at the end of the season to get the Mavericks. The Clippers were tanking for the road games. <laughs> nice. That's I was cool. proud of that one, but it is that's pretty crazy. Pretty, that's a good tweet. Now that I, I wasn't listening at all the first time you said it. <laughs> Thank you. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty funny because they won every road game and lost every home game. So they're yeah, like, shoot, if we could only be in the seven seed right now, we'd go all the way to the finals. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I uh, it just feels so hard to say neither of them go on, but it feels like that's the answer. I'll stop talking now, but I guess I'm gonna go with neither go on. It feels gross, but I'm going to say neither go on. I'm still taking the Clippers. Josh, what do you think? Um, oh, God. So <laughs> I think the Mavs are more beat up than the Clippers. Um, and they've got a home game, which is basically just like a death sentence. So, uh, yeah, I'll go, I, I think I think Clippers end up <laughs> end up coming out of their series still. But so I'm, I'm taking the least injured of the, of the two teams. So I know Chris Paul's injured but not ad injured like can't play um so i'm ta- i'll take this i take the suns and i take the clippers those would be my two um so i think the clippers keep keep on i guess 
Man, that's a crazy series. The Clippers Mavs series is just insane because Luca. I mean, well, Jesse, you posted it, and there was a tweet. There was a viral tweet about it where Luca assisted or scored on thirty-one of their thirty-seven possessions. Like that's just insane. Like Luca's just dominating in every facet. Right. Um, uh, but I just, I just think, I just think his his next strain is going to be end up being too much, uh, and. A game seven, like the wear and tear, I think it'll be too much. So I'd, I'd pick the Clippers there, but I don't feel like good about it. I think both both series are kind of toss up still at this point. Yeah, yeah. I think cool. that's fair. I think uh, like we were talking about this with betting. It's tough. Like I should not be a better because I'm always like, well, this is what I want. So like let's <laughs> bet it, and like I'm bad at that. And what I want is Suns Clippers. That to be very clear, I want Suns Clippers but I'm going to still go with Suns Mavericks. And then it feels gross. Cause then if it is Clipper, then I don't even get to like, be like, aha, I did it. I just get to be wrong and happy. I don't know. I'm not a one, not a glass half full type of better. You know what I mean? But it, um, it is baffling to think that LeBron could lose in the first round of this series. Right? Like that. Well, isn't that like Kai said, both finals teams could lose in yeah. the first round. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But even so, like we all knew, we all knew Miami wasn't like the perfectly built finals team. You know, kind of like circumstances happened to move right for them. But LeBron has never lost in the first round, never in his NBA career. Um, okay. That's just baffling. See, I, while I, I do like those stats, I think the other thing is like, like it kind of reminds me softly of the Michael Jordan six and zero in final stats. There were years where LeBron didn't make the playoffs either. You know, like his first year in the Lakers, he didn't make the playoffs. So to me, that's still crazier than getting bounced in the first round. Like, I, I don't yeah. know. Maybe if you, me. If you I guess you could argue. That... If you look at the totality of his career, though, like how many years has he played? Like 20 or 17 years, maybe 18 years. Um, I got this. I'm looking I, it up right now. I got good. it. Good. And I'm going to say it's numbers that don't actually aren't actually relevant. But I have to imagine he's missed the playoffs twice. <laughs> If that, uh, so last year, first year Lakers after the two years ago, is that it? Uh, he missed, yeah, first, his, he missed his first yeah. two years in the league, uh, okay. what a loser. and then he missed so did uh, yet? two years probably. Ago. So that's so a good three time. years out of the 18. How, how many years do you say he played? He's this is his 18th year in the league, so yeah. he's made 15 playoffs. I think that's yeah, so that seems like a larger sample size. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Then You're Michael right. Jordan played how many? I won't. How many years did Michael Jordan play, Jesse? <laughs> I mean, for the Bulls, I think it was just like eleven. But then overall, I want to say it was fourteen. Um, yeah. and only you know six. I, I just out yeah. Of those. yeah. I, I just hate I hate that six and zero oh in the finals. It's like, but he went <laughs> to the playoffs other years. Like that's not how this works. But that's yeah. a side note. All right, uh, Josh. Anything else uh, in the West? Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to talk about the Knicks. Time. There's nothing well, else in the Knicks to talk, to talk about. Uh, well, we do have to talk about the this series that we're watching right now. So if you are listening, we recorded this at 8:46 on Thursday, June 3rd, and as of right now, the Portland Trailblazers are up by 14 on the Denver Nuggets to likely send it to Game Seven, which yeah. should be should be the game that closes out the series. By the way, the, the, the <laughs> The Nuggets or the Blazers should be up three to two, and this should be like a "Oh my gosh, they're going to do it" kind of thing. Um, if you all remember uh, Tuesday, June first, Damian Lillard lit the world on fire. Um, Which was incredible. We watched, yeah, we all watched that game. Josh had money on that game. 
um, which is unfortunate. I'm sorry to remind you of that. That was kind of messed I, up. I felt so good as Dane was just lighted up like, this is perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't lose. And I, I, I very much lost. Josh, I also had money on that game, but I just had Damian Lillard over points plus rebounds plus assists. And his oh, points man. alone was the over. It was like, I think it was 47 <laughs> and a half. And he finished yeah. with what was it, like 55 on that game. So <laughs> I just sitting there. Like, it was That's funny. Awesome. Like, I, I loved winning it. But the other part of me was like, was there a way that I could have just said, like, over points we've done since 70 because like, like <laughs> just keep seriously. bumping it up yeah yeah <laughs> like he he was over points rebounds and assists by like halfway through the fourth and then it just kept going so uh, damian lillard scored what did he what did he do you remember his final stat line it was, it was insane yeah yeah he scored 55 i think he had double digit rebounds potentially too um he for sure had double digit assists but i don't think he had it was absurd yeah. yeah and it was fascinating and it was awesome, and they lost because <laughs> CJ McCollum stepped out was the the dagger. Um, but like Rocco was missing dunks, and he missed he missed a putback dunk mm. and a wide open dunk. Like both both were missed uh. it all in overtime and double overtime. It was it was just insane. But I mean, the Nuggets to their credit just kept making shots too. Like I don't know, you know who that Morris guy is? Uh, yeah, Monte Morris. Yeah, apparently he's a Brinkmeyer, Iowa State. Iowa State. I think funny thing about that game is like I think it encaps it's a microcosm for like Nikola Jokic in the lead or in the league because they won and he almost had a 40 point triple 38 11 and 9 and like no one's talking about either of those really you know like (laughs) like because like he just did it the way he does it which is just kind of quietly just gets like 11 points a quarter by just d- having very efficient like hook shots and mm. nose and and to be that that pass that kind of sealed it the one over that was right was over a, the outstretched arm oh yeah my I, uh, that was incredible uh, i think it was actually covington over there is just over his arm like he yep. jumped up for it and it just i uh, grazed the tip of his finger into the corner for for an open three it was incredible but it is funny like because i Deserves all the credit, but Jokic is over there facing a forty-point triple double in the win. Everyone's like, "Did you guys see Lillard?" Well, it's it's also super interesting to see because uh, Portland's all guards right now. Well, and always, right? That's that's kind of Portland's thing, and <laughs> and uh, Denver is all forwards and centers, and that's it. And they don't like to have no guards. <laughs> it's it's the most interesting like matchup. Like every time down the court in overtime and double overtime, it was like. Okay, get Jokic in a pick and roll high, you know, to get him switched on to Lillard or something. You know, that was every time that Portland came down. Then every yeah. time Denver came down, it was get Jokic the ball in the post ASAP so he can make something happen on the block. Like it was just the weirdest back and forth um, where they obviously had flaws they could they could bring out, and it just about it was just about who made the shots into it. But yeah, and it is it just fun. funny comparing those two. <laughs> those two as like prime players right like one of them is just insanely fast and the other one's damian lillard and it's just crazy you know <laughs> yeah but, so that the series i think the series might be the most fun first round series when all said and done um, my, like I've, my... I've watched i've watched three of the games now out of game six and it's mm. it's, it's oh it's back yeah. and forth which is fun uh a asked me or was it actually no it was maggie it was because I remember because she's not as big of a sports fan as the rest of us. Maggie's like, so who are you cheering in this? And I was stopping. I was like, 
I don't know. You know, yeah. like I, I, I decided <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, I said in the end, I'm going to cheer Blazers. I'm cheering Blazers because I just really love Damian Lillard. And like, mm-hmm. I think like, th- like this iteration of him with the Blazers is only going to go for so much longer. Whereas the Nuggets are significantly younger in their core. And also like, I know it's like, it's, it, it kind of, <laughs> it reminds me of, um, the argument somehow, sorry to get down the straight, it reminds me of the argument of like, I love Bernie, but you know, like voting for him, I don't know if he's going to keep going. The argument I'm making is like, well, I, I like Denver is fun, but without Murray, like what's their ceiling. And wouldn't you argue like, don't you want them to just keep winning then? Like, isn't it dumb to be like, well, like the nuggets are fun, but I don't think they're actually going to win. And it's like, what? cheer for them. And then if they win, they win. That's how <laughs> basketball works. But it is wow. kind of my argument <laughs> is that I feel like their ceilings a little lower because they don't have Murray. And it's it's oxymoronic because if they win, then they're better. But Man, uh, I did you like just read a thesaurus the other day, or what's going on? You are dropping amazing. This is not an insult. This is awesome. I want to be clear. We are back in the office. This is week one back in the office. So I You're think killing like, it. just the intellectual stimulation of an office environment yep. was just there. But the smart but, juice is flowing. So so I I, I know like the easy rebuttal is if they win, they're better. But I do think that for some reason the Nuggets without Jamal Murray have a ceiling, and I just don't see them going much farther whereas again with Lillard and the Blazers like I can see them going farther and also I think they're older and I think that it's just a core I root for a little more so I'm a Blazers fan in the series but I don't think it's easy to say that yeah I think the Blazers have a less obvious flaw like the the Nuggets obvious flaw is their is their backcourt um and but the Blazers now with your with Yurkic um Yosef Nurkic <laughs> As I call him, Jokic. <laughs> Yuli, Yuli, Javier, Joseph Jurkic. <laughs> yeah, um, they that used to be like the center, the center position, like their front court used to be the thing that was their downfall. But with Roko, who can play kind of small ball four slash five, and um, and Nurkic, who's a big boy, um, as they say in the NBA, uh, <laughs> I, I don't, I think that kind of covers over their what used to be their fatal flaw. And now you know, CJ and Dame obviously is one of the best backcourts in the league, so. Um, and the winner of this series goes on to play. This is the four. Is uh, the this Lakers, the four five or the three six? Lakers. This is the three six. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the, the Lakers Suns series. So they would go on to play Lakers Suns. Yep. Yeah. So, mm. so, wow. so if it turns out this way, you would go from playing Lillard to playing Booker, which is just like another round of just insanely <laughs> fast guard. You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> like just. So much speed. Um. Yeah. All right. That's the West. Uh. Well, we should probably take a little break. To... Yeah. And then go to the East. Come back. Talk. What? We don't need to spend too much time on the East. Uh. No. We should. Let's. Be... I. I. I'm trying to go back and forth between not talking about the Knicks and wanting to talk about the Bucks. I'm really struggling with this. So anyway, we'll come back. We'll talk right. about the East. Uh. You'll hear that dilemma in real time. Just a whole lot of Josh. <laughs> All right, welcome back. I've heard that uh, Josh is struggling battery-wise, and I want you all to understand the sacrifice that he's making tonight. There's going to be a point in time where it just cuts out uh, because mm-hmm. I didn't. I opted not to charge my phone right before this, um, which – well, I, no, here's the thing. I did try to charge my phone, but I don't know if this charger works. Like, it was hooked up, the light was on, but the battery level just stayed the same uh mm-hmm. and and then went down like it didn't like go up so anyway that's mm-hmm. not how chargers are supposed to work can i so is there any reason that you can't charge it right now 
I'm charging my phone right now. I'd like to point that out. No, there's no way. There's no way that's that's true. Because this definitely has been a thing. I remember. Was it was it you too, Josh? Oh, yeah. One night, to make someone left and said, phone. "Sorry, I have to charge my phone." Yeah, and I like, do. And both me and Jesse were like, "What does that even mean?" Yeah, this like. It feels like like dial up. Like I gotta get off the phone. We're trying to surf the web. That's not where we're at. Anymore. <laughs> we're beyond so, that. The problem is I have one real place to charge my phone, and it's hooked up in our bedroom right now. And the the Wi-Fi is not very good in there. As soon as I walk in the bedroom, I lose connection. Um, so theoretically, yes, I could bring that cord down here. Uh, yeah. But we're past that point. We, I mean, we're past, I can't just do that now. What do you think? I'm just going to like walk away? No, no, no. <laughs> I have one place to charge the phone. By that, he means he has one phone charger. He's just not willing to move. Right. One place to charge the phone does mean it's very much locked in and cemented. <laughs> Josh's house actually came with a phone charger into the actual structure of the house. And they said, you can only use this phone charger. We also thing, yeah, it's, no it, it's also like it's one of those support beams. Like it's what supports the center of the house. Like I can't just move it. You guys don't own houses, so I get it. You know, we're still trying to figure out how to navigate the whole thing. But it's it's a lot. What is what is the term for that? Structurally, uh, load bearing. Load bearing. Uh, your your one charger is a load bearing charger. <laughs> load bearing charger. <laughs> Can I just so plug another back. one in here and risk the just, house falling? Sure. Just to let people know what's happening here in the Denver Portland game, we're back to Jokic just posting up on the block and getting the ball every single time he's down the court mm-hmm. with because Jokic, God bless it, because Nurkic <laughs> is out. Um, so anyway, but so outside of my, uh, I've got the windows, the, the curtains open here in this downstairs, the guest room, which you guys should stop, stop over and stay in the guest room sometime. Anyway, um, yeah. where I'm recording this, uh, sounds awful, <laughs> but during this last break, a storm was rolling in some lightning struck and it really mm. did feel, um, ominous, similar to, uh, the ending of the next season, which I guess mm. we have to get into a little bit. So that's a good segue. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Thank you. Um, because I was, I don't know, you know, I'm sure this was hard to read uh, from all of you and the listeners, um, but I was <laughs> riding pretty high on my Knicks fandom. I was feeling yeah, I pretty good about the New York Knickerbockers um, and Julius Randle and the young stud RJ Barrett, and the, the old Bulls, Rose and Taj. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And then um, it quickly became not fun at all <laughs> it was <laughs> it turned on an instant and if you remember when i was talking about the series i predicted the hawks would win um because the knicks just don't have anybody to match up against trey and that's basically what happened i mean we just you scramble drill the whole game on defense because you just couldn't keep him in front um but just how demoralizing we got beaten like every time we got beaten by the hawks was just awful uh, mm. and i watched most of those games uh it was just yeah, just we couldn't score. And, you know, Trey Young, the whole thing was, okay, sure, he can score a lot of points, but he's a little guy. How is he going to match up on defense? And right. somehow we could never find a way to expose him on defense, like literally never. Uh, he was guarding Reggie Bullock the whole time, who can't dribble to save his life, can only take spot-up threes. And, uh, yeah, we never. it was never like, oh, we'll get a switch on on Trey and then we'll have Julius Randle back him down. It just never happened. He was just able to chill in the corner, like all game on defense. It was the worst. So Tibbs, I feel upset about Tibbs. Classic floor <laughs> razor playoff choker. He's kind of the, kind of the bud before bud was better. 
And uh, mm-hmm. Julius Randle really looked like a complete detriment on the court. Like, what did he shoot? Like 20% in the series? Ooh, okay. I've said a bunch of words. Uh, the more by the Knicks, uh, the Knicks series. And I'm realizing that Ice may have given me a good pick because now I have to sit with this and watch as mm-hmm. everyone says, well, the Knicks got $50 million in cap space. And... Uh, they have four draft picks. How can this go wrong? And it's like, well, very easily. Like, it's just <laughs> it, yeah, it very easily yeah. could go wrong, and we just don't get any superstar. So, again, Denver beating Portland here, Dame getting his way out, tra- getting traded to the Knicks because he sees a brighter, greener pastures. That's all I'm hoping for at this point. Cool. I'm, yeah, I mean, no, you I mentioned, feel better about it now. You Thank mentioned you. that uh, – before right like it's a different yes. fandom for you because you can actually draw free agents you know like theoretically to to, <laughs> to be fair it's all theoretical about the Knicks drawing free agents as it hasn't happened in like 12 years um but everyone talks like yeah it's just like a guarantee that if anything if any good player becomes available the Knicks are gonna get them <laughs> okay uh but there was an interesting thing the Nets uh last so New York Nets um New Jersey Nets New Orleans Nets whatever um, they outperformed two years ago. They outperformed their expected uh, season um, win total. And so they were projected like 22 wins. They won 43 that summer, both Katie mm-hmm. and Kyrie signed with them. The Knicks outperformed their win total. Mm-hmm. were expected to win 22, one forty-five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kawhi becoming available? Question mark. Uh, you know, I'm just saying there's, there are things, there are things that can happen here. Uh, and that's the only thing to give me hope because the Knicks team as constructed was sad and not fun to watch. I like the optimism in that last part, because I think that's probably like your team doing well is good, <laughs> regardless of like, Oh, in the future, I don't know if they'll do this or whatever. Like the team doing well is good, especially if they're the New York Knicks. So in theory, yes, you could draw a free agent. Otherwise, maybe you clear a bunch of cap space. But you know what happened last time? They cleared a bunch of cap space and missed on Kevin Durant. They got signed Julius, a bunch of, yeah. Got Julius Randle, and that worked yes, out great. Oh, that was it sick. Was it Peter? That was awesome. Yeah. Was that Will? That was Monty Morris or whatever his name is. Yeah, Brady Brinkmeyer. Shout out. Is now a good time to mention? I'm about. 20 seconds behind on my stream. <laughs> yeah, it was a good yeah. time. How's your cat doing, though? Is the cat... Nothing interesting happened. Is the what? cat vibing in the corner? Uh, yeah, the cat's vibing in the corner. And uh, <laughs> the other day, they actually started, during during commercial breaks, it started to just throw up memes on the side. It was great. <laughs> it was awesome. I was like, this is what every commercial break should be. I'd actually stay for the commercials if you just, like, flood some internet into them on the sides. You know, like, I still saw what the commercial was. But more so, oh, my God, this looks horrible. How is he going to – that's such a horrible – oh, my God! Yeah, crazy. Oh, my God, who is that? So- Morris? Can we can we talk about the Sixers for a second? Because Joel Embiid nah. tore his meniscus, a slight uh, tear, apparently. Slight tear is <laughs> like what does uh, that mean? Cool. So we, Doctor Jesse, so just can the, you talk about this? Yeah, well, first of all, we need to explain that Jesse last time made a prediction that is unrivaled, unparalleled. Um, on part of or on part of my take. Well, I'm wow. part of my take too. That too, um, but also on Archers of the North. Um, he said that Anthony Davis, his kinetic chain would be thrown off and he would, uh, 
struggle to stay healthy. And that is what's Which happening. Which is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. He said the Suns would win. And uh, I think he said Suns. Did you say Suns in six or seven, Jesse? Because that's I tonight. said Suns in seven. I did say Suns All right. in seven. So. All right. So anyway, Jesse is now our doctor because that's how it works. Pod so, doc. Pod doc. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. so basically what's going on with uh, Joel Embiid's knee is uh, he has <laughs> everyone has a meniscus. The meniscus is in mm-hmm. your knee. Okay. Ah. Now it's supposed to be one piece, but Ooh. if you do things to it, it can become more than one piece. Oh. Now that's what he did. Now to be very clear, oh. though, is it a full uh. clean two pieces? No. no so imagine no, taking take a piece no. of paper from your local printer. I'll give time. I have one right now. I have it. Now begin to rip it. Okay. Now stop. Now stop. Stop. That's now you like, what, the whole maybe thing. a third of the way. Okay, well, see now you're really not quick playing. There. <laughs> the NBA playoff game. Yeah. I, how, how ripped is your piece of paper? It's all the way ripped. I actually ripped it again. It's, <laughs> oh, it's ripped no. twice. <laughs> all right, so your knee is more of uh like Clay Thompson's. I'm sorry, you Ooh, guys see he's not gonna. Yikes. This is a side note. You say he's not apparently gonna be back for the start of next year. It's a rough day for yikes. Warriors. We're not talking really? Warriors. Oh yeah, no, he's not supposed to be back. But uh, back to the matter at hand. It's a slight tear of the meniscus, and I believe. I mean, I think like whenever these come up, the constant reminder is Philip Rivers played a, a playoff game on a tour in ACL. Mm-hmm. So That's like, so like sweet. you still can do these things. You just really shouldn't, you know. Like, well, and then it requires like more surgery or more stuff afterward if if you if you're playing on it and do some movement or whatever. Exactly. You're actually it is, yeah, it is up to him in a sense, right? Kind of, but like. Reminds me of like a softer version of when we talk about like. And NFL players who are like, yeah, like I know I'll get concussed. It's part of the game. And it's like, but you don't, you don't really know what a lifetime of injury is like when you're 23. You know what I mean? And so like for Joel, they're like, yeah, like it's kind of a pain management thing. It might hurt later in life. Of course, he's going to be like, that's fine. I got I to win a championship. But like, I can't imagine playing two, three more rounds. I guess maybe one if he's just really hurt on a slightly torn meniscus is good long term. People know more than I do, for sure. I, I know I'm a doctor now, Ooh. but I've just okay. I've been new. I'm new. My experience is new as a doctor. So I'm saying is more experienced doctors <laughs> than me are probably advising Joel. But in my limited time of three days as a doctor, it just feels really risky to have him keep playing the rest of the playoffs on a partially yeah. torn meniscus. You know, no matter how effective, it seems it's like if I not were a Joel B. I would get it. I would do like a quick staple job on the meniscus just to get you through the playoffs, you know, <laughs> that, you know, it's not going to fully tear. You just get a quick, like pinch it together, you know, glue it, whatever it takes to get you through the next couple of rounds. Hot glue. Um, yeah. Hot. Yeah. Sorry. Not obviously not a glue stick. That would be arbitrary. <laughs> arbitrary. Yeah. That's the word we're talking all, of the, <laughs> all the, all the thesaurus words. And I throw an arbitrary in a, that would be entirely sense. arbitrary. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if I may, uh, the reason I bring up Joel Embiid is that the Hawks play the Sixers. The Sixers beat the Wizards, who they should beat because they were much better than them. Um, but I think Hawks-Sixers without Embiid is super interesting. Like, will actually be a really fun series. Um, because, I mean, they they did it for two games. Won one, lost one without Embiid. Um and I just, I just don't think that Ben Simmons is good enough, um, it like offensively. And Tobias Harris, I guess, would be their number one option, and that's a little scary um, for the Sixers. And um, 
and then you've got Trey Young on the other side, who's just proven he can he can make some stuff happen. So I think it'll be a fun series. I think the cakewalk that we described for the Sixers obviously isn't quite a cakewalk when you don't have your best player. Um, so I, I I think I would still pick the Sixers, but I think it'd be like a seven game uh, series. It'd be like hard. I've fought said it. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Cakewalk is harder on a torn meniscus. Yeah, you can't walk on cake without a meniscus. That's the that's the colloquial Ooh. saying. <laughs> um, but I think I think. Josh, I think the thing, like not to give Tobias Harris too much credit, like he's not that good, but Joel was out for what was it, like three or four weeks this year? Yeah. You know, when he had, and Tobias did step up pretty big in those, in those games. Like he had a few different 30 point games. I remember he like hit some really clutch shots. Like, so it's not like, you know, it's not the same, I think, as maybe Lakers without AD. You know, I think the Lakers mm-hmm. are just really bad after those two. And I yeah. think the Sixers still have some talent. You know, you still got Curry. You still got Tobias. You still got Simmons. There are more players. I'm not going to list off because obviously I know them all. But <laughs> I know them all, but I'm not going to bore you with their names <laughs> and how to pronounce them. Yada, yada. <laughs> <laughs> they have Benjamin. I was saying, what's, what's a, anybody got a J name? I'm going to mess up a J name. Um, yep. I, get, I get what you're going for. It just wasn't yep. very good. Yeah. yeah. No, so not. anyway, <laughs> uh, I, I I do feel like the Hawks the, and the Hawks are have played great basketball at the end of the year. But you're right, Harris could step up. But this is, I mean, the playoffs are just different. You know, everything mm-hmm. slows down a little bit. Maybe and maybe that'll be good for Tobias Harris. But we've seen it hasn't been good for Ben Simmons' offensive game. Like there was a hack of Simmons a couple games back. You shoot fifty mm-hmm. percent from the line. Um, I could see that getting pulled back out because they have to play him. I like. Do you play Ben Simmons at center? Um, anyway, it's some weird stuff going on with the Sixers without Embiid, obviously. Yeah. How are you a point guard? Like, like uh, it's already <laughs> just bizarre. You're a point guard who refused to take a three and you're like, when is the last time it was Hacka point guard like, ever, <laughs> yeah, ever happened where you intentionally follow the not. other team's point guard? That's wild. Like <laughs> Anyway, I think but... that series could be sneaky. Interesting. I would, I'm going to watch that series cause it'll be entertaining. Cause I think. I mean, apart from the Trey Young, like, MSG villain, like, that was super – just removing myself from the Knicks fandom, that was super fun for him to be, like, you know, quiet in the crowd and, like, giving a bow at, in MSG. Uh, also, okay, putting my Knicks hat back on, how ridiculous that they're going to win, right? The Hawks are obviously going to win. They're, like, 13 with, like, a minute left in the fourth quarter. So the Knicks fans stand up to give a standing ovation to their team. Like, hey, guys, you know, great season, whatever. Trey Young – like 10 seconds left in the shot clock, pulls up from like the logo, drains a three and bows to the crowd. What? I mean, come on. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and then awesome. afterward, he's like, well, you know, I gave him a show. So uh, I figured in New York, that's what you do after you yeah. give somebody a show. Yeah. It was, uh, that See, was, that was I crazy. think, I think that is the, the very right way to troll, you know, like, like, and I think, I think people are a little too sense. Like I was going to actually get into this a little bit with like the, what the heck is going on with fans now. Yikes, but like yeah. when was like, Oh, Kyrie stomped the logo. Everybody runs on that <laughs> logo the entire game. Like, why are we yeah. pretending that this court is sacrosanct? Like it's just a court. Like it's so wow. silly. Yeah, I don't I even know what that word is. That is that actually a, a word? word? It means being above like normal um, uh, rules and wow. laws. But wow. I actually I use it correctly. I'm 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 just this is insane. This we're is here incredible. we're here to make you smarter, everybody. As Thank we've you. said yeah. every week, this is we this is what the goal this. of the pod. Mm-hmm. This is who smarter. we are. <laughs> but 
season but two. Actually, <laughs> but actually, I, I think like, I think, I don't know if you were saying it was bad. I don't think you were. I think bowing is great. Like, like, what, like no, you're awesome. gonna spend, the whole game, that crowd's going to yell at you, right? Didn't they have an, also the other thing, didn't they have an F Trey Young chant going a couple games no, ago? No, they said he was bald. Oh, they had that too, but then Trey is bald. Yeah, the F Trey Young one was had, after, he, after he shushed the crowd. That's when that one started. Because um, he made so he my, made a game winner, and then he shushed the crowd, and then they started an F Trey Young chant. Yeah, yeah. So in my opinion, it's all part of it. Like I think it's fine that he bows because you you have an entire stadium cheering F you. Like <laughs> I think it's just kind of the camaraderie of being an opposing player. You know, like yeah, I I, I liked it. I get where it would probably annoy a Knicks diehard or fan, but I like. Yeah, that's I'm super also... interesting, and I, I'm I'm down with Trey being like the playoff villain. Like, I think that's a super fun role um, that we haven't really had, where he's just going to away away arenas and just like just going off against the fans. That's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, but like so anyway, uh, the other side note, I think it's pandemic, but like, what is with fans? <laughs> like. <laughs> Have we forgotten we what fan, we're doing here? Yeah, we had a fan run on a court. We had a fan dump popcorn. We had a fan spit on someone. We had the F Trey Young chance. Like, this is like the rowdiest. Throwing like, water bottles. Set. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. that's it. Throwing water bottles at Kyrie. Like, man, like, I, I, I think part of that does, you know, we, I, I again, was a, was a Kyrie maybe hater or just Kyrie skeptic. But I think there is some, like, when you're an entertainer, Right. Like, like, yeah, you're making millions of dollars. It's amazing. But there's still like a dehumanizing nature when someone's just going to yeah. scream at you. Right. Like, like Stavey, I love Stavey. He's my roommate. But he would like we would go when he was a soccer fan in high school. He would like sc- scream obscenities about the other players mothers to them. And I'm like. And he would tell this and he laughs and he's like, that's what you do when you're a fan. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like no amount of money would ever make me be okay with you telling me these things about my mother. You know what I mean? Like that just feels like above <laughs> right. it, you know? And and so I think there is that issue with being an entertainer being viewed as like, this is what you do. You're here so that I can say whatever I want to you and you stay there and shoot the basketball. And just, <laughs> uh, you, nothing ugly. changes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, did I mean, I think it was a tweet. I want to say it was by, uh, the P who's big cat, but it was just True. like in the next, in the next, uh, NBA bargaining agreement, they need to agree to one malice in the palace per year. Yeah. One fight a year and you can only use it at like, like when you think it's right. But the problem would be like Russell Westbrook would use it like the first two games. Right? <laughs> yeah. We're four minutes so into to figure the it season. Out. Somebody's diving into the stands. <laughs> That was a bad shot. Who said that? Let's do it. Malice time. All right. So my phone is at 1%. So I feel like I should talk about the Bucks before, I, before my phone dies. Yeah. Does that seem reasonable? You could just uh, plug it in too. Right no, now. I, it's it's impossible. Again, I've, I've gone over this. Um, so uh, I'd like the... to filibuster a little bit so Josh doesn't <laughs> oh, no. get to talk about it. You need six uh, vo- 60 votes to talk about the Bucks. Let me tell <laughs> you awful. about Star Wars. No, I don't know. All right, go ahead. Uh, so get the Bucks swept the, the heat. Uh, that was super fun. Uh, they're looking really good. Uh, the heat, I mean, really it was all a psychological thing. What we're not, The more we talked about the Bucks heat thing, it's like, the only the only thing that was scary was if we lost the game and then they got in our heads, right? It just seemed like we were a better team than they were, and that's what proved to be the case. We were a better team than them, so that was awesome. Um, so now we have the Bucks Nets series, uh, and this genuinely is—I mean, 
the most excited I've been for a Buck series since the Eastern Conference Finals two years back. Um, this is going to be a great series. Super interesting matchups because you got the Brook Lopez, um, who's super crucial against the Heat, who's you know playing in the paint, getting blocks on defense, versus DeAndre Jordan, who hasn't played like in two rounds. So like, is he ever going? Is he actually going to be on the court? Is Brook Lopez going to be played off? Who guards Kyrie now that? Um, now that Dante DiVincenzo's hurt, um, I think it's going to be a fascinating series. But all in all, I just think they're two really, really talented teams. Um, I think it should be the best second-round matchup, and it's the most ex- excited I've been about a Bucks, uh matchup since yeah, since the Eastern Conference Finals. This feels like um, a big-time matchup. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I agree. I think the star power is there relative to any other series that we've seen so far, and so it's going to be a big deal. I do think uh, whoever wins that series, I think, will be the media favorite. I think that people will consider them to be the favorite to win the title. So that's pretty crazy. And, uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, the the whole – I mean, so KD, Kyrie, Harden, um, obviously they they played the Celtics 1-4-1. I mean, and they really, they really did blow the doors off them. The Celtics – I would say the Celtics' talent relative to the – relative to the um, Nets was similar to the Heat talent relative to the Bucks. you know, where both mm. teams were just, just outmatched the other team, like we're just significantly better than them. Um, and I think the stats show that when you look at average margin of victory and stuff Jesse posted in the chat. Um, so it'll be interesting to see uh, if it matters at all. Like this is a weird take, but I'm int- I think that it's honestly better that the Bucks don't have home court for this one. Um, because I think both teams are going to try to feel each other out in the beginning, and I'd rather not lose home court during one of the feel it out games. You know what I'm saying? Because both teams mm. are trying to figure out, you know, the intensity, like the different matchups, whatever else. The Bucks are coming off a week of rest. Um, I think it'll be good to have this to have to be able to maybe steal a game um, away mm-hmm. versus losing home court <laughs> in this series. So I'm I'm actually weirdly excited to start this one on the road. Yeah, I mean, and that it is an interesting thing in that sense, like. Going down, like, what's the old adage? Adage. I'm, I'm now going down. Adage. Adage. the pod. Adage. 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 Uh, <laughs> the old adage that a series doesn't start until the road team wins. Right? I've, heard, I've heard that a couple times during right. the playoff. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. you know, in that sense, like, you, you don't start the series as the lower-seeded team unless you, like, win in the first two. And then it's great. And if you lose the first mm-hmm. two, you're like, well, we're supposed to. We go back, and here's what we do. And we get it, make it 2-2, and then we figure it out from there. So, you're like, mm-hmm. I do think that's an interesting take on being the lower seed, and I agree. I like it. I think one of the things that just to bring Kai into this, because I know Kai would be uh, Kai would talk about this stuff too. We were you chatting guys call about this. All the time. I mean, yeah, we're we're on the phone. It's whatever. <laughs> we just we're just always chatting. Um, but the, <laughs> um, so what was I? Oh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, um, that one of the fun things about this season is that it feels like the Bucks are now like out with something to prove versus the last two years where it's like just don't mess sure. up. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, like the both years going in as the one seed, it was like you're expected to do this. Like you're you know you have to rise to this as a young you know in playoff inexperienced team. That was kind of a lot. And this season, it's more like. Hey, you know what? Go crazy. Have fun, kids. <laughs> That's kind of what it feels like. Um, so, Here's the ball. Yeah, exactly. Kind of coming in as underdogs, I think, fits this team better. Um, underdog meaning you don't have home court or, you know, you're not really the main team that everyone's talking about. People are picking the Nets, you know, pretty pretty heavily. Uh, they're favored to win the series. So I think that that actually fits the Bucks as well, too. Like, I think everybody plays better with less pressure. And I think this takes some of the pressure off. Yeah, no, so for sure. I, 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 pick, I, I will pick the Bucks in this series, spoiler alert, but 
I think I think it'll be a super fun series. I hope it goes six or seven because I think um, all the games will be exciting. Cool. Yeah, I agree. I, I will. I'll take the Nets in six, but I agree that it's going to be. There's going to be a moment there where you know it'll be like two two, and it'll be anyone's series, and it'll look like like an instant classic type of thing. And I think that'll be really, really cool for pretty much everyone. So, yeah. I know this Good bet series. burned me when I made it about the Wolves, <laughs> but I'm going to stand by it. I really feel like the Nets can only win games that they can hold the Bucks to under 120. And I don't know how much that's going to happen. Like, I just feel like, yeah. like the Nets are very exciting, but they are very bad on defense and the Bucks yeah. are very good on offense. So like, we are. I feel like, like to win, I feel like it's going to have, like the Nets are going to need to average about 130 if I see them winning this series. I'm not saying they can't. I think I'm still going to pick them, but I think they're going to have to just have, be so efficient on the offensive end. And pray for maybe some foul trouble. Yep. Like, yeah. But it'll be it'll be a good one. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm impressed with your one percent, cool. Josh. My phone would have died yeah, minutes ago. No, a long 1%. time ago. My phone doesn't even get to one percent. It dies before then. So, good for you. <laughs> nice phone. Nice humble brag on your phone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other big words? Uh, nope. <laughs> Couldn't even think of one. <laughs> Also, did his phone die? I feel like his phone died. I feel like as oh no way, him, that's oh, really it totally funny. did, but it says uh, he's it, still in here. It did. That's why we didn't think his phone died, but his phone definitely died, and we're sitting. Oh, that's here. incredible! Your really incredible! Wow, wow. So his phone was okay. incredible enough to get him there, but not incredible yeah. enough to let him get the compliments that we gave. I him. love that. That's fantastic. And, the, All and right. the funny thing is, the only way he'll do this is if he actually listens. Ah, uh, he could skip ahead. That's how it works. Oh, yeah, he just disconnected, so. Yep, there it Something is. Bye. There. Uh, wow. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll admit this to you because we're the Bucks haters left, but if they listen, oh, yeah, we can know say that. If, we'll appreciate yeah. this. I am I am worried, man. The Bucks look so good. I'm worried. Oh, I'm very so worried. so good. Yeah. And they're going to love this segment. No, I, I, yeah, I'm worried too. I'm also worried because everyone else is getting hurt. Like, you know, the, the path yeah. is a lot scarier when it's LeBron in the finals and, and Joel Embiid in the – the conference Eastern finals conference. and, yep. and like yep. these, the Nets is, is a scary series for them for sure. And all the stars, but man, after that, it doesn't look that hard if Joel Embiid is hurt. And even like the whole West looks kind of weak right yeah, now. So. And, and I get what, what, what Kai was saying, which I, which I do get is that like the Celtics still looked okay on offense. The Nets beat mm. them. I'm not ready to say that was anything mm. of a series at all, but the Celtics looked okay on offense. So if the Celtics, yeah. especially in a game without Kemba, can still yeah. look okay on offense. Like, yeah, what are what is this Heat team gonna do? Oh my god! What is this oh. Bucks team? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not excited oh, for this series. I'm. I'm nervous for this series. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, go go Nets. I'm a big Nets fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, always now, been. Have been. Always, always no, been. no. No, I'll readily admit I have not been. <laughs> always been, and I will not always be. But. For this series, yeah, big big Nets fan. Our our podcast storylines would be like James Harden versus Giannis. That's I guess that's not just our podcast, huh? That's the world. But yeah, um, James Harden. No, versus I, Giannis. I really don't think ESPN's going to talk about this one much. I think they're just gonna yeah, no, it's really it's focus on the Mavs teams. Jazz series. I think that's the one that's going to yeah. be on the air time. Classic ESPN and these these small market teams just don't really draw the ratings. I understand. I guess I get where they're coming from anyway. So well, but, all right. I, well, let's. Yeah, it's been real. Um, oh, wait. I do have one question for you. It's 110-108. Denver's up by two, according to me at least. Maybe you see more. Yeah, I'm seeing the same thing. Who do you got tonight? 
Well, first of all, we told our listeners at the beginning that that the, this game was in hand for the Blazers, which it was. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's been some choking going mm-hmm. on. They're down um, two. Yeah, that sucks. I'm. I want the Nuggets, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick the Nuggets here. All or, right. So, I want the Nuggets. Sorry, uh, I take that back. That's not true at all. I want the Blazers, so I'll take the Blazers here. Give me the Blazers. <laughs> I want the Nuggets, so I'm gonna pick the Nuggets. Wait, nope, nope. Complete reverse. Nope, Hold it's on. The opposite. You know how I said that one thing? That's yep. actually the opposite of what exactly. I exactly. You remember that one thing? Most people hate boys. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and oh, see. That was so long ago. I don't even remember that. Yeah, was that I, you I was, that said that? I think it was like four or five seasons ago. Uh, I'm yeah. agreeing with you. So uh, now they're down four on my screen. Though. Ooh, yeah, no, they're totally gonna lose. Oh god. Well, all right. Uh, okay. All right. Night, Thanks everybody. for listening, and uh, mm. we'll see you next time. Archers of the North. Beep, 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 beep. What does an arrow make? Uh, ah, uh, ah, yeah, that was, ah, that was, ah. Oh. <laughs> That's it.